Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the Best Life. We got thoughts. What is going on, besties? Welcome to another episode of the Best Podcast, Best Life Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jill Coleman. And I'm Danny J. Yay. Um, yeah. Yay. <laughs> so today we there was another, you know, Instagram. It's a tweet, actually. Or what do they call them now if it's not it's Twitter? It's an X. No, it's, it's, a, a it's an X. Yeah, I guess it's an X. It's an X. <laughs> so an X, uh, some guy named growing underscore Daniel said, at some point, I just stopped posting on Instagram completely. And that's the final stage of male maturity. And, and and we were talking, Jill and I were DMing each other about men who don't use IG for business. Should they even post on it? Or should they and- even have social media at all? Because I know this is definitely ah. something that you and I talked about when we yeah. were dating. Is I remember going out with someone and they're like, I don't really have social media. And I was like, thank God. Like it just (laughs) felt, I don't know. Is it maturity or is it maybe because you're like, all right, they're not even exposing themselves to like TNA or I don't know, like what, like what's coming up for you? (laughs) Well, it is, it is interesting because so as creators and as people who have businesses online, we need to have people on social media who are consumers, right? We don't want to necessarily always post to other people who are just posting because we tend to make money from people who are buying our things, who need who need our services or whatever we're, we're providing. So that's important. However, when you're in a relationship, and especially when you and I are online a lot, it does feel really nice to be with someone who's not paying attention online that much. So <laughs> it's a double standard, I will admit. But I do feel like, I love how it says the final step of male maturity is just like not posting anymore. It is, there's there's this, there's just a double standard of it all. You know, there's parts of me that loves to, like, I want to see Jeff post about us and post things, but I'm also like, but don't post anything. And then, you know, there's like, uh, Courtney, my daughter, she post she didn't post from like 2019 until this year. And I was so excited. She's posted like three times. I'm like, keep posting. I love seeing your stuff. So sometimes there's people I want to see post. And then there's other times it's like, why do we need to post? Who are we posting for? And no, and I know why not- I'm posting. I know why right. you're posting. I'm just like, why is, I don't know, like, why would a guy who, and I, Look, this is just me and my personal opinion, but I think I tend to be like, what's worse though? Like at least if they're posting friends and family, you're like, okay, like you're sh- like you're showcasing the relationship or you're showcasing your friends and family and doing stuff. Is that – I think that might be better than someone who's just a fucking lurker, right? So just on social media 
and like doesn't ever yeah. post, I'm like, you're a creep. Like in a way, right? Again, double, super double <laughs> standard because everyone does it. Are yeah. there any lines in the sand for you? Because I mean, look, let's let's trace social media back. I, I will guarantee that Facebook Messenger is responsible for a lot of affairs. I'm just going to say it. Like, yeah. And again, yeah. maybe that's just like the, the clinical, I mean, the cynical side of me. But if we think back to like when Facebook Messenger first popped up, that was the first like DM thing. And, and here you are connecting with people from high school, connecting with your first boyfriend, connecting with your old flame from college. Like, and you're like, oh, they look good. Right. And like, this wasn't me, but like it could have been. And I think we, and research even shows that we sort of romanticize our old relationships Mm -hmm. and we forget why it didn't work out. And so I'm sure there are plenty of people who reconnected because of Facebook initially. And, you know, now it's just so much more accessible, right? There's just so many more options yeah. that we can talk about specific platforms like Snapchat or TikTok or some of these other platforms that you're just like, why the fuck are you on that? Like, it's just a weird, mm-hmm. right? Like, so there are feelings here. Oh, there's definitely feelings. And I think part of the feelings is who are you following and why? You know, like if you're, let's say you're just a dude and you don't post and you're just following a ton of bikini girls, Instagram affluencers, it's like, why? Just just delete yourself, you know, because what are you looking for? What What is the point of having that account? Now, I understand like maybe you have a social media account because you want to learn stuff. Maybe you're following a bunch of, I don't know, people in digital marketing because you're learning that space or you're in real estate and you're trying to learn real estate or something like that. And then then I'm like, yeah, have your social media. I guess it's there's specific things that I feel like are inappropriate. And that's just me being judgmental. But I feel like there's specific things that I'm like, if you're following that, just don't. Just stop. You know, I have to agree with you because it does say <laughs> something about, I mean, I even sometimes get embarrassed by some of the shit I follow, you know, like sometimes I'll be like, why the fuck am I following this? You know, like I yeah. get a hit when I, sometimes I'll follow like, just, I don't even know, like some of these more, I don't even know what kind of accounts, but like, I'm just like, yeah, like, why am I following this? Unfollow. Like, I don't know, maybe some of these like huge influencers, like, or, you know, um, I don't know, like these super generic business accounts or even some celebrities. I'm like, why am I fucking following this celebrity? Like who gives a shit about this person? Like, you know, I'm sure they're nice yeah. people, but it's just like it, to me, it's a huge distraction. And I think that's maybe why I have like a negative connotation with it. Cause I'm like, what are you about? Like, are you about bettering mm-hmm. yourself? Or are you about looking at tits and ass? Like, which are you, you know? And so for mm-hmm. women, it's kind of the same thing. Are you here because you want to better yourself or, and I, that's where I think the judgment from me comes in. I'm just like, but Instagram, TikTok, visual platforms would make mm-hmm. sense that people like looking at stuff. We also like looking at good looking people and we like looking at aesthetic people and unfit people and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a double standard. It's like I get to be on social media and follow whoever I want. But if you follow who someone I don't think is appropriate to follow, <laughs> I'm going to have questions. Why, why yeah. are you fucking following that person? Right? Like what about <laughs> their feed? I go to it and I'm like, this person is... 2 million followers and it's all lingerie photos. I'm not saying Keith does, but I'm just saying in like, as an, like why? And yeah, this goes back to, we did an episode, gosh, it must've been years ago on micro cheating. This is, I Mm -hmm. guess, like, is this a form of micro cheating or is it just asking like, what is this about? I mean, I think Snapchat, you've said in the past, like you would never date a guy who had Snapchat. Yeah. Oh, well, I think, uh, I think it kind of is not a double standard because I would beg to ask your partner if you were following the amount of pages that they were following of like, let's say a bunch of lingerie girls and you were following a bunch of shirtless dudes, would they not have an issue with that? 
And I think part of it is that we're feeling like we're judging it because we're because in our heads we're like, I wouldn't follow all that. I wouldn't be following a bunch of shirtless dudes and and guys like swinging their dicks or something like that, right? So we're like, I'm not following that, so you shouldn't either. So we are projecting our own things. So maybe like if you both are just into that shit and you're like, hey, you follow chicks, I'll follow dudes, and like we both like that's a relationship, I guess. Cool, yeah. But I think part of it is we're judging it because we wouldn't do it ourselves. And I think it also comes down to the respect you give to your relationship and and how you feel respected in your relationship. So for me, I would feel very disrespected if my partner was following a bunch of chicks and then maybe not giving me as much attention or just happened like if they were liking and commenting and I'm oh, like, so wait, disgusting. what about me? Like, well, like even if it has nothing you to do with you, right? Even sure. if it has nothing to do with you, aren't you just in some way, shape or form just like turned off by that behavior? Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, that would just For be sure. a massive turnoff to me. Like, I remember even like yeah. when we would, we were dating guys. And if I like, I don't know, looked at it as who is following on social and it was a lot of, even this person's single. So that there's no reason why they can't, right? It's like, they're yeah. not whatever, but it's just a turnoff to me. You know, I remember saying that to Keith early on. I was just like, he had a friend of his who like, was just she was a yoga instructor and she was like showing her ass a lot on and I was like and he's like yeah she's one of my best friends or whatever and I was like okay because if you like that I don't like you I literally said that to him Mm -hmm. I said because if you're the kind of guy and we like very very new I said and I wasn't like trying to be a dick I just said if you like that I'm not into you like Mm -hmm. just as a rule because that's to me like that's just not the energy I want to be in I'm here to like better myself and like have a deeper I don't know, purpose of being on social, but I understand that not everyone's on social media for business. So I think there is, I don't know, it's like you can't police someone else's social, but you definitely have the right to be turned off by their behavior on social. For sure. For sure. And so they do have the right to, yeah, I think that's really it. It's like there are consequences. They have a right to look at what they're going to look at. I do think that we also have a right to describe how we feel safe in relationship. And we just talked about this in the last episode and what makes us feel safe in relationship and respected in the relationship. And I think that it's okay to say you following a bunch of random chicks who are, who have millions of followers who are just in bikinis makes me not feel good. And it's not necessarily making me feel insecure, but it makes me feel some sort of way about you. Makes me, makes me unattracted to make up stories about you. Yeah. just makes me like turned off. I think it also makes 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 us make up stories about them. Like, does he think he's going to get with her? Like, she's got a million followers. You think she wants you, dude? Like, she, you're nobody to her. I think I I create stories about that. I'm like, what do you think is going to come out of this parasocial relationship with this person? Like, you're following her, and you're going to leave a fire emoji under her picture, and then what? She's going to like it, and like you're going to run off together. Like, what's what's your fucking problem? So I get really judgy that way because I'm like, who? Who do you think you are to her? She, you're nobody. So just unfold. Like you're just a number, right? And and I also can see. I feel like she's I'm like she's just manipulating you to like get money for her, her OnlyFans right, like, or whatever it is, right? <laughs> so I feel like there's just uh, a judgment and whatever, right or wrong, it's a judgment we may have, and we get to choose how we interact with everyone around us. And while I may not get to say who. Jeff gets to follow or not follow, I do get to decide if I want to be with him by who he follows or doesn't follow. Yeah. See, that's key, right? Like that to me is key. Mm -hmm. Like if someone, I don't know if I'm dating someone and like they're constantly on like TikTok, I don't know. I know TikTok has different, I haven't spent a ton of time on there being consumer, but I know they have different, like different feeds, different kinds of feeds. For some reason I ended up on the sex feed. I have no idea why, but like my entire for you page is like all these women just doing the same exact trend. 
about like being in lingerie or whatever. And I was like, is this the shit that Keith is seeing? Like, I think he, I think he's off TikTok or he took it off his phone or something. I don't know. But I was just like, is this what you're seeing too? And like, so then I just go like, cool. I don't, again, I can't control who you follow or what you see or whatever, but I can, I do have the right to be turned off by that behavior. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't make me feel unsafe. Not necessarily. It just makes me feel disgusted, to be honest, personally. Yeah. Oh, the irony of needing to talk about Magic Mind, but forgetting to talk about Magic Mind because you've been out of Magic Mind for a week. Oh, Lord. What is Magic Mind, you ask? It's a lovely little shot that is, it's green, adorable, it's cute, natural, delicious, and it has all these amazing ingredients to help reduce stress and increase focus. And y'all... I have ADD, ADHD, I guess you'll call it now. I never had the hyperactive part, but whatever they like to say. And I'm sure a lot of us struggle with focus, even if you're not diagnosed or maybe if you're internet self-diagnosed. And if you're like me, you find it really hard to focus. And in fact, I was telling myself to talk about this product and then I forgot and then I forgot and then I was literally watching a YouTube video on ADD and I remembered I needed to record something about Magic Mind and I realized I haven't taken it in a week and holy cow do you ever notice like sometimes you take a new supplement or product and you're like I don't really know if this is helping but then you stop taking it and you're like oh yeah I forgot I was actually getting stuff done. I think that's what I realized just now. Um, You know, I really do love this product and I'm sure you can replace your morning coffee. Um, You know, it's like I said, it's a little shot. I still love to have my coffee. So it's part of my morning routine with my coffee. I drink my coffee and then I have my little shot like at the end. Um, But it really helps me stay on track and at least stay on one thing at a time. I think that's the thing, right? It's the brain chatter just kind of stalls out and I have this ability to focus on one thing. So I'm more productive. I get more done in my day. I feel less scattered. And I also love that it has amazing stress-reducing ingredients. I'm all about this. Ever since I got adrenal fatigue back in 2003, rhodiola and ashwagandha are like my staples and I'm always trying to take those. Um, So it has that in there. And if you're trying to be like me, if you're trying to be, not be like me, if you're trying to, if you're like me and trying to get more focus and productivity, I recommend you try it. So go to magicmind.com slash thebestlife20 and use the code thebestlife20. You can get up to 56% off a subscription, which is really the way to go. Um, You can always cancel it or move it out to every other month if you want, but I really suggest you get that and get the big pack because uh, other people in your family are probably going to snag some too or hide it in the back of your fridge. (laughs) I need to because Jeff took uh, half of mine and that's why we're out. But I've been seeing it all over the place. Again, go to magicmind.com slash thebestlife20. Use the best life 20 at checkout and let me know your thoughts. Do you think that it registers as a, do you think as a partner, we have a right to ask them to unfollow people? Um, I might just ask like, why are you following these people? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, can you unfollow? For some reason, my sensitivity, and I think this goes back to maybe being betrayed, my biggest sensitivity is, would be if he was liking the photos and, or, and, or DMing with the person. Like to me, that would be the, that would actually feel a lot. I think my sensitivity of being like in the dark or being a fool, Mm. you know, being the one who's like showing up to the relationship and like, we're in a, like we're in a exclusive relationship. And then like, they're clearly mm-hmm. interested in other people. That to me, 
So I don't know if it's necessarily, I don't think it's following. I, you know, I did have a little bit of a come to Jesus with Keith early on. And cause he was, he's just like, a, just follow. He was single for a long time and he had followed mm-hmm. a lot of people who he went on like literally one date with. He just follow on Instagram, which I never did. You and I never did that. Like I would never just follow someone I went on one date with on Bumble, but he would. And, and he like, so he's following all these random people he dated at times or went on one date with or something like that. And I was like, dude, we'd been together for like a couple of years. I was like, dude, clean house. He's like, well, they're a nice person. And I'm like, yeah, but you went on one fucking date with them. Like, it's fine to unfollow. Like, and to me, it is a respect thing. That would be like, hey, like, why are you keeping that door open? Like, in a way, that's how I would see it. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you keeping? Mm -hmm. So, and we said this on an episode, I think a couple months ago, where we're talking about unfollows. When, When a guy unfollows me who I like am friends with or have a, you know, acquaintanceship with or something, I always just, I don't always assume, but I think maybe it's because they want to be respectful in their own relationship. So I do yeah. see it from the other side. Like I would never mm-hmm. take it personally if a woman asked her husband or partner to unfollow me because like, yeah, why? Like we went on one date or we, you know, we hung out five yeah. years ago. Like there's no need to follow each other. I get it. If it means that you can respect your current partner, no issues. And so yeah. I think it's more of a respect thing you know, person can still go and look at the account, but for some reason, the follow, the like, the DM feels a lot more serious to me than just like, you know, cause we all do it. We're always like, Oh, I wonder what so-and-so is up to. We go to their account yeah. and we don't actually follow and we don't actually like, we don't reach out. Yeah. That's a different yeah. level. I agree. I agree. I actually think it is okay to ask someone to unfollow if you're uncomfortable, if, if it's a problem, um, or if it's like you said, it's like, Hey, I know this is really, it may seem really trivial to you, but I, I know you dated this girl like one time and there's nothing there, but it just, for some reason, I'm uncomfortable with you still following. Would you, would you care to unfollow? And I think that's an okay thing to ask. I also think it's okay to ask if you're like, Hey, you follow a bunch of these bikini girls, these influencers, and I'm uncomfortable with that because maybe, maybe I don't look like that and it makes me feel a certain way. Like maybe you don't like me because I don't look like I don't have those bodies that they have or something. I think it's okay to ask that honestly. And I think how they react is telling a lot if they're like, oh, well, it's nothing. And you know, it's like, cool. Like you said, you can always search for them and look for them later, but just having them show up in their, in your feed all the time is, is another kind of way. And especially if they're showing up in the feed and they're liking it, I don't know. I do think it's okay. I think, yes, it could be your own insecurity. And that might be some, like they could say, well, you're just insecure. You need to get over that. Like, sure. And also, I also think it can be respect to the relationship. So I think there can be both. Like, I think you can ask, I think it also probably some, could be some insecurities of yours. Who knows? But I also think it could be just a sign of respect to the relationship to just be like, is this really necessary if we're together? Yeah. Um, you- I, but I also do I also do think it depends on when. Like if you just started dating like and you've been on like four dates, I don't think you have right to be like, hey, unfollow all these people. But I do think you can say, hey, I'm curious. Why are you following these people? So that you can know if you want to continue dating them. Because that's the thing, right? Like that's more what I was going to say is there there are consequences, right? So it's just like if the person responds and they're like, you're being insecure – I take that into consideration too. You know, I'm like, if me asking you to unfollow women in lingerie means that you're telling me I'm insecure, then like I'm taking that in and like I might decide not to be in this relationship, you know, because I'm just like, why? Mm -hmm. But I do, I and I had this question for you. Like we talked about Instagram, TikTok being like very visual platforms. Um, and we know that male, female, right? We're talking about maybe heterosexual relationships. Like for men, they're a lot more visual than women. So would it be the same 
if you and I were following like the, the Andrew Huberman's and like the super smart guys, because like, that's maybe what we find is attractive is like, I, like this person is really smart or this person is, you know, so is it kind of the same thing? I don't personally think it's the exact same thing, but you know, could, could your partner say, Hey, you know, you're following all these really smart dudes, really successful guys. And I can tell that you really like, you know, like you definitely, I don't know, appreciate them or you really love following them because they do seem as smart. That feels like, you know, threatening to me. I don't think it's the same thing because if we're just unfollowing people based on what we find attractive, like I find a lot of different things attractive, maybe smarts also looks also, but it's like for that, like a lingerie thing, it's very specifically sexual, right? Yeah. It's not like, well, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's there's no gray area there. It's like, well, she posts really good captions. Like, fuck off with that. Like, come on. I I, I look at her titty <laughs> pictures because she writes really great captions. Like, no. I do see not these true. dudes sometimes in these <laughs> captions being like, totally agree with the sentiment. Meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm sure this like ripped off quote that this person just grabbed <laughs> to stick on this. I mean, look, more love to you. If that's how you want to make money and that's what you want to do on social media, go for yeah. it. Only fans. I'm all about people making as much money as they can, whatever. But I do think that there are consequences, right? There are consequences yeah. to, you know, to the relationship. If I don't know, to me, it's, it's, it's off-putting for sure. I mean, like just yeah. like my partner being on TikTok was off-putting to me, you know, being on Snapchat sure. is off-putting to me. And well, I, I think one thing about your Andrew Huberman thing, there would be a problem if you were liking every single post of his and you were like sending DMs to him, like yeah, that would be a problem, be a problem for sure. So then I'd be like, yes, it is the same because you're, you're following him and commenting and trying to get his attention because you're like, hey, what's up, dude? Then that's an issue because it's a different reason instead of just like appreciating his content and like, you know, what he shares out there in the world. Totally. But if you're like, sliding in Andrew's DMs and like commenting. And every time you look, there's like, oh, there's Jill's comment on like every <laughs> post that Andrew makes, like she must be trying to get his attention. Then I would be like, maybe you should unfollow him. Like, or like, what are you trying to get out of? Like, why are you, why are you always DMing this guy? And why are you always commenting on his stuff? I would be as your partner, I'd be very curious as to why. And I would possibly have some curiosities and wonder if you could unfollow the dude because yeah, it would be I making actually, me feel away. I agree with that. That's super valid. So here's a question for you. And I know you and I experienced this when we were dating. I remember I would date some guys and I was just going on a date or two and they'd ask me what my social media was and I didn't want to give it to them because mm. I was, I wouldn't say it was embarrassed. I wasn't embarrassed about my social media from the perspective of I was trying to sell products. I was trying to, you know, I was using it for business. So I wasn't embarrassed within the context of business, but I was more like, don't follow me on that. You know, because I <laughs> yeah. was like, number one, it's not for you, right? Like it's not for you. But mm -hmm. also I didn't want them to be turned off because there's a lot of selfies right on there. So that made me feel a certain way about mm -hmm. like, do they think that all I care about is my looks? Do they care? Mm -hmm. think all I care about is like, you know, trying to look good or trying to like get attention or so there was that where I was like, I am a little bit embarrassed because they're going to go and there's going to be tons of pictures of me trying to look good or selfies or whatever the connotation is with that. So I'm interested in, on like that, the flip side of that. It is weird to meet people outside of the internet context and then they find out like who you are online. It, there is something, I don't know what it is, but even like I just went camping last weekend with this girl and... um 
we met at like dog park. So context matters. Like she doesn't know what I do or anything. And then she followed me and then like she reached out and it was really awkward for me because she's like, Hey, there's this event coming up next year and I need some social media attention. And basically I think she was like, can you post about this for me? And I'm like, no, that's not what I do. And, and because we're friends, I felt really weird Mm -hmm. about it because I think she was like, Oh, she has a lot of followers. She could share this thing that doesn't make sense for me to share. And so in a way, I think people do make up stories about you, who you are, when they know who you are in person, and then they see you online, they're like, oh, wait, she's not who I thought. But the stories they make up may not be the stories we're making up. So you might be like, oh, she thinks she's an influencer. She's all that. She's whatever. Or they might be like, wow, this is really cool. She must have a lot to say. Or like when I was in network marketing, um, some people call it MLM. Some people think it's a pyramid scheme. I remember my old pre- preconceptions about network marketing were negative, but I, and I kind of assumed other people's were too. So when I mentioned it, they're like, oh, okay, network marketing. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not what you, it's not what you think. And they're like, I don't think anything like it's, I, it's fine. Like my mom used to do this or my dad used to do it. So we have to be careful not to jump to conclusions about what they think of what it means. It can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Influencer, the, the word itself can have a negative connotation to some people and a positive connotation to other people. So I, I personally, because of what I've been around and you've been around, I would feel a little weird if I found out the guy had a lot of followers, I would have a, because of my own stories around it. That doesn't mean that they're going to have the same story about you. It's just something that has to be discussed. And I do get the the weird feeling like you don't want people to know right away because you almost need to feel out what that is. Like, how are you going to feel about when you see me online versus me in person? Yeah. And like, let's let's get this relationship going first before you find out what I do. And I know that you, we started this conversation talking about, you know, a guy who's not using social media for business, just not, just like, why are you even posting, right? But then the flip side is, what if the opposite? What if you're starting to date someone who has a massive following? I don't think I could handle that. I'd have a hard time. No. Not because I'm like, oh, they're more successful than me, but I'm just like, I know what the fuck is happening in those DMs. I yeah. just do. Yeah. I would have a really hard time following a guy with a massive following. Um, I'm trying to think of any exceptions, but probably no exceptions. <laughs> probably no exceptions. Because I'm thinking about like the Andrew Hubermans. I'm like, oh, I'm sure he's got girls up in his DMs and there's all, probably all kinds of stuff. So yeah, it would be, it would definitely make me feel some sort of way for sure. Come back to the trust, the old trust conversation. Yeah. Old, yeah. Well, gotta trust, I guess. Because you know, that's it's the like thing. You- I, my, my um, filtering system always when it comes to being in a relationship is I never want Keith to see anything in my DMs or my phone that I wouldn't want him to see. So even if I have, even if, and this doesn't happen nearly at all, but like if a guy reaches out and is kind of hitting on me, I always answer in a way that I would be proud if Keith saw it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it goes back to the conversation around like, you just need to be a good person to be a good person. Like you just, because you know that there's just value in just being a good person. Like Keith never asked to see my phone. He'll never look at my DMs. But I want, but I want to respect him, even if he never yeah. sees any of this. I want to act in a way mm-hmm. that respects him. So you have to trust that your partner would do that too, I guess, if they had a, a large mm-hmm. following, right? But you need to have that conversation, like you know, what's what's going on in those DMs? Like I would just need to see, like, hey, show me a couple of conversations from like how you respond to some of these, you know, tit titty yeah. pics. I don't know, like, <laughs> what do you say? Like, and that would we we could we could build the trust that way. You know, but I, I know myself and I just would want to be with someone that was as integrous as I would be. 
Mm-hmm. Or am. I would also find it interesting dating an influencer who there there's two sides. One who never shows that they're in a relationship. So be like, hey, why aren't you ever posting me? But also on the other side, I'd be like, if they're always posting like, hey, we're going on a date and you're just mm-hmm. like, hi, right. like, you know, are is is this relationship that we're in just for show for everybody to see? Like, so there's a fine line because you probably want them to show you at least sometimes because if they weren't at all, you'd be like, hey, why don't you ever show us? But on the other hand, you don't necessarily want to be a spectacle and a show for everybody that he's constantly like, here's what we're doing. Here's where we're going. So I, and that's something that I've personally um, tried to navigate with my relationship with Jeff of like, when we first started doing this podcast, I was like, I'll never show my partner on on social media. Like, we don't want anyone to know. But then it comes to a place where you're like, you do want people to know. You want people to, one, you want some of the old dudes to know you're in a relationship so they'll knock it off. And two, you are trying not to show that you're you're single. So your, your partner doesn't be like, hey, are you trying to make everyone think you're single? Um, and then, you know, you're proud of them and you want to share that. But then on the other hand, you don't want to be a spectacle and sharing everything that's personal and, and sacred in your in your world. Mm-hmm. So there's a fine line. And I think it would be tricky to, to date an influencer too and and see where that went. Yeah. You got you to gotta be confident. Like I look at Keith and I'm like, I share a picture of Keith. I share him on my stories a lot more, but I share a picture of him on my main feed. Like maybe once a quarter, like maybe once every Mm -hmm. two months, you know? So he has to be confident, like, oh, okay. Like I'm not really featured on, he's not really featured on my social that much, you know, but, Mm -hmm. but he just trusts (laughs) because he he just knows we've had these conversations, but this is a good one. And I just thought that, um, that tweet was funny because you and I had talked about that when we were dating. I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to date someone who either had a large social media following or just was on social media all the time, not posting. Like, is that Mm -hmm. even creepier? Like, you know, so it's like, it is an interesting thing. I think everything comes down to trust at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, it comes down to communication. Are you having these conversations and feeling safe enough to bring up something like, hey, you know, we've been dating like six, 12 months now, and you're still following a whole bunch of lingerie models. Can we talk about that? Because that's just not my vibe or I'm not attracted to that or it is putting me off you a little bit. You know, I think it's okay to say mm-hmm. that there, there are consequences and just see where they land, see how they respond to your point. Not like test them, right? It's not an ultimatum, but you're saying like, hey, if you like that, I don't really like you in a way, you know? And, and so I think it's okay to have that conversation if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I think so. See how these conversations go, y'all. <laughs> Good luck. Go have Good them luck. come back, report how they go. or maybe you're just listening to this and you're like these two are just insecure as fuck and like they need to just not pay that much attention to anything that could be an option too yeah maybe we are maybe we are i don't know we're in a world weird world where all of this stuff didn't um matter before so and you know actually to um we have to navigate it yeah like to credit my ex-husband actually he has said like you know people say like oh it's just social media it's not the real world and he's like it is the real world this is how we connect now we don't get to see people in person as much so you know he's very much like how you interact on social media is reflective of how you behave in person because so like if you're gonna like leave a fire emoji under someone you know another woman's photo that's kind of like hitting on someone asking for a number in person you know so like yes we it's 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 different but it's the same as well it's not benign and you know i've even asked like my brother danny I'm like, you know, before you were married or before you were with Kels, when you liked a girl's picture, was there something there? And he was like, yeah. He's like, I didn't want to date the person. I wasn't like trying to see what was up. I probably didn't even want to have a conversation with them. But it was something. 
Like I did like it because on some, I don't think everyone's like this. I certainly like photos of, you know, dudes I have zero interest in, but I, or just like them as a person, but you know, he's like, yeah, there's something there. You want to stay on their radar a little bit or something. And I was like, yeah. So it's, so if you're feeling gaslit and you're bringing these things up to your partner and they're like, I just like to photo, get over yourself. It's a big deal. It's like, kind of is some, there could be something there and it doesn't mean to be hypervigilant, but it's like, it's not nothing and you're not making shit up and you're not crazy. Um, you know, but ask yourself like, okay, am I bringing this up because I am insecure or am I bringing this up? Like for me, I, I brought it up cause it was off putting to me and I was like, I don't want to feel this way towards you. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. feel like I'm with someone who's following a whole bunch of, you know, like random women, like why clean house? Like I said that to him like two yeah. years in. And he was just like, oh, they, they're a nice person. I'm like, I'm sure they are. But like, it's just respectful to me. And he was fine with it after mm-hmm. that, like one conversation. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, it is the world we live in. So these are conversations that need mm-hmm. to be had. I mean, like, it, I think back in the 80s, you know, if your dude was coming home with a stack of Playboy magazines, you might have a feeling about it. And it's kind of similar, you know, it's like, it's just the world we're in now. So it's same, but different. And so we just have to navigate it in the best way we can. And mostly having conversations, see how they react. And yeah, I don't know. I think we're just, I think we're allowed to feel a way about it. And I think they are too. And I'm sure if you had the back and forth conversation of what they would feel is disrespectful to them, there's got to be something equivalent as well. I agree. Love it. Well, it's a good one. It's a juicy one. Thank you guys for your time and attention. We'd be interested in your feedback. If you are not in our free Facebook group, we would love to have you in there. You can go to thebestlifepodcast.com and click on the link to join our free Facebook group where we have some conversations. We get questions from you guys, have different discussions around the episodes. We would love to see you in there. And of course, if you have not left a review or you are not subscribed, that would be a massive favor to us is if you could subscribe. That's the number one most important metric that things like iTunes and brands who potentially want to partner with us will look at. So thank you guys for obviously being here and for giving us your time and attention as usual. Love you. We'll see you on the next episode. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.